All right, so we're coming to you from rural America for the fourth episode of the Coach's Lounge. Once again, you have Cade Kitley, Colton Rogers, Dustin Backus. We're going to get the things rolling with, I just want to talk about the crazy storm we had here in rural this week. Uh, I know it didn't last very long, but we had, what, golf ball size probably? Maybe a little bit bigger? some golf ball, some size it was mostly golf ball that's right mostly golf ball size or anything in between but it's pretty crazy and supposedly that storm had some rotation in it and different things so that was a pretty crazy time you know the weather around here doesn't surprise me considering uh it's either 85 degrees or 25 degrees with you know eight inches of snow so it's true you just never know that's texas for you i heard it snowed in the panhandle a few days ago see that's what's crazy this it's april I know. Yeah, we have snow. What a... The weather's crazy up here. It wasn't like that anywhere else I've ever been at. Man, yeah, you've traveled the world, though. That's right. But now you're in rural America, so... Love it. The big city! Boom. All right. That's all I have. All right, so... This day in history, 1775, Paul Revere went on his famous midnight ride and warned everybody that the British were coming. What a... You know, I was actually, I saw something saying that uh, he wasn't the only one that went on that little ride. That's true. Um, but he's just the one, he's just the one that everybody knows about. You're right. So you're telling me this man was not on his horse alone with a lantern riding, I don't know how far he rode actually, but it was, it wasn't just him? No, there's, there's others. There's the one You know what's crazy? That horse gets no recognition at all. His name was probably like Sparky or something. He's probably a good horse, too. He probably was. I mean, just think of how many lives that, that horse saved, too, because if it wasn't for him. Yeah. I mean, Gosh. Paul couldn't have ran that fast. No, no. I don't think we give any horses enough credit. Um, then for birthdays, we got Conan <laughs> O'Brien. If you know, if you guys know who that is, I'm sure um, we all know who that is. He has a you know pretty, it's a pretty interesting TV show. It was one of those late-night talk shows. There we go. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that. If not, check it out. I think I've checked it out a few times. I'm not one for late night talk shows. I'm one for but, Netflix. So there, there. That's the that was the most famous one I guess we could find. There we go. Boom shaka. That's a pretty big thing in history, though. Yeah, it is a pretty big thing. Just just so, think, our whole our whole nation could have been changed just if that would have never happened. So listen, you eighth graders out there, if you're listening, that's on uh, y'all's. Y'all's history, that's the first part of American history, so y'all learned a little bit of something in history right there. Boom. In case you didn't get it the first time. It's true. Thank you to the horse and Paul. All right, so today's word of the day that I have for you guys is the word determined. Determined means to make a firm decision. So i got a question for you guys. What's one thing that you are determined to do every single day? Oh, yeah. Okay. Every single day, I'm determined to brush my teeth and drink coffee. No, I'm just kidding. I am That's determined. Important. Hey, I am determined to do that. But that is important. No, I would probably say we'll do that, obviously, too. But I would say just be better overall as a person and as a coach. So, like I said, uh, calling success hotline, reading books, listening to podcasts, talking to different people. Uh that would be one for me. 
good stuff. I'm determined to uh, try and learn these sports. It's uh, I'm at a bit of a learning curve, so I got to play catch up. You know, some of these guys have been doing it a little bit longer than I have. So that's what I try to do every day. I like it. That's some good stuff right there. Uh, one thing that I'm determined to do every day is I always make sure and read at least 10 pages of whatever book I'm reading. So, I like it. Uh, yeah. At the moment, I'm reading three. So it turns into 10, two, and two. So it's more four pages. But it's not too bad. Awesome. Man, three books at the same time? Yeah, two of them are what more. What a stud. I couldn't yeah, do that. Real. Two of them are more short story books. Um, so I couldn't do that. It's not too bad not too bad all right well i guess let's get on with the interview of coach whoop whoop Bacchus. this one this one's for my job so it is no it's, pressure no pressure it's no important pressure, no diamonds man it's important all right coach so simple question starting off what is the square root of seven? Oh man isn't it uh if you don't get it right <laughs> it's game over I'm not steadily checking my calculator. Man, time's up. Moving on. Dang it. All right. Easier question. Tell us about Coach Backus and your journey. Oh, man. So a long time ago, uh, parents decided they wanted a baby. And then uh, (laughs) they were blessed with uh, a wonderful and I would – dare say successful son uh that's me by the way but no in all Making seriousness pops proud i like it love you guys but in all seriousness i grew up in a little town no i can't say that anymore um a medium-sized town called uh edna that's right it's called edna um it was a uh n- now what you'd consider 3a school but, you know, back when there was only five A's, it was two A. Um, I played 11-man football. Uh, then after that, I got the uh, opportunity, went to Howard Payne, played a little football. I uh, played three years before I got hurt, right before my senior year. Uh, wasn't able to finish out, unfortunately. But, you know, it all worked out in the end. Uh, stay tuned. You'll find out why. But, uh, you know, I got my degree, uh, wanted, to, wanted to be a teacher and a coach, and, you know, I'm blessed I get to go out and do that every day. So just a little bit about me. I, uh, I played football in Germany. I forgot to, forgot to mention that. Um, you know, I was very lucky, very blessed to go over there and experience a little bit of their culture and get to know some of those people uh and I, you know made a lot of good friendships and i still talk to a couple of those guys every now and again um and if you guys are hearing this you know i, I hope you guys are staying safe out there i know it's a little crazy right now but it'll be all right we'll get through it but that's just a little bit about me man all right which brings me to the second question because you said you played in germany so a what team was that and b just tell us a little bit about that experience of playing some football in German, Germany. See, I played for one of the older teams in Germany. They were called the Franken Knights in uh, Rotenburg, Obertauber. It's a, it's a long, long German name. Is that one word? No, 
Oh, okay. It's for it's something castle on the river. I think that's what it wow. translated to. Um, on the river. That's which cool. fun fact? Any any city over there that has Berg in the name means that there's a castle. I didn't know that. Do you know that? Nope. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't Drop know that. knowledge on yeah, here. Because uh, I'm gonna use that in history some from here on out. Iceberg means ice castle. I like that? it. I like it. So, uh, the area that we lived in, it was surrounded by a big castle wall that you can kind of go up and you can kind of explore. And they had like a royal garden and everything. Uh, there's a lot of, it's a big touristy town. Um, one of the famous things they had there was called the Night Watch Tour. And they had this guy who uh, probably made hundreds of thousands of dollars tax-free money by giving tours dressed as uh, one of those night watch people. And she walked around town carrying one of those big, uh, it was like an axe. Mm -hmm. That's that's what he did day in, day out. He got money to do it. Like yeah, he, he did. Stout. Sold DVDs, like, what? I mean, yeah. Of him beheading people or? No, just oh. him giving the tour. What? Hey, so you can go on a DVD tour? Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, Sounds like my kind of job. Besides this one. Playing over there was, uh, I mean, it, was, it was definitely very interesting. The one thing that a lot of people don't know is that the, uh, the Germans don't get paid. Uh, they do this just because they love and, you know, they love playing the game. Uh, they, uh, they're not worried about money. They're not worried about, in fact, they, they pay to play because they have team fees that have to cover their uniforms and, you know, all kinds of other stuff. Uh, you know, they hook us up real nice. They got us a little house that we would all live in together. Uh, gave us all of our equipment, some little extra money on the side that we can use to go travel. We got to see a lot of cool things, cool places. Uh, and I, one thing I, I will see, I saw some flat studs over there. I mean, not just the American guys we played against. Some of those German guys were... Um, I mean, they're really good. I mean, I'm a little biased because half of them were on my team, but I mean, they were they were pretty good. And it was real. It's it's a little different. They uh, um, they're not quite as caught up as you know America would be. Um, a lot of teams are still kind of old fashioned, and uh, you know, football's not as big over there. But, you know, the guys that do go out and play, I mean, they give it 110% every single day. And it's, I mean, it's refreshing to see. And it, I mean, it made me want to go out and play harder and, you know, show them that, like, you know, I can't, I can't be showed up by them. USA, USA. That's right, made America, made America proud over there. All right, coach, so next question would be, um, you obviously you played in uh in at Edna and you played and in college and you played in college at Howard Payne and you played in Germany. Who was your favorite coach and why? Oh man, my favorite coach? Um Don't be afraid to step on one of them's toes. I have to think about that one. I would probably say uh yeah, I don't have to tell you to run anymore, so yep. <laughs> I'd probably have to say my uh, one of my all-time favorites would be my offensive coordinator in college. He uh, he's the one that recruited me. 
he's now the athletic director at Howard Payne, and he was a he was a guy that kind of pushed us to uh to not just go out there and you know play football, but to go out and just have fun. He tried really hard to show us that you know that it can be really fun, and we ran an offense that put a lot of points on the board. So I mean, it was fun to watch. It was fun to be around. He had a lot of I mean, he was super energetic. And uh, he always made sure to, you know, love, you know, love on us, whether we were starters all the way to fourth string guys, you know, he made sure to go out of his way and talk to us. And, you know, I always appreciated that. And if, I mean, if he wouldn't have brought me to Howard Payne, I mean, there's no telling where I'd be at right now. All right. Good stuff. You want to you name drop him so we can add him on Twitter? No. Uh, that's <laughs> uh, Hunter Sims. Shout out to Hunter Sims. Yeah, shout out to Coach Sims. He's a real one. Love that guy. Uh, All right. I like it. Okay. So, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Best advice I've ever been given? Let's see. Um... I would say... It was four four simple words that somebody kind of told me, and I kind of kind of lived by it. He told me, said, you know, whenever you're in a bad situation, just you know, don't react to it, and just just demonstrate. And that kind of I was like, what? What does that mean? And he's like, at some point, you know, whenever times are tough, you know, whenever you get hit with adversity, I mean, you can react to it, you know. And, uh, or you can demonstrate how a man's supposed to act in times of, you know, adversity and times are tough and that kind of, kind of stuck with me. So whenever, um, you know, adversity does hit, I can kind of show, Hey, uh, instead of freaking out, this is how, this is how you handle, handle yourself under pressure. I mean, it helps when you're, helps when you're a coach. I've actually never heard that one before, so that's a new one for me. That's good. I thought you were going to say something else, but those, <laughs> four was, words, those four words were the same ones too, but I was like, oh man, he didn't choose that one. I don't, like I said, I've never heard that one. It's a new one. I bring something new to the table every time. Oh man, I love things new at the table, especially if it's peach cobbler. All right, coach, what are three things that you think an assistant coach needs to possess to be successful? Oh man, okay, so three. Get it. Trace. I feel like the first thing they need is I mean they need to be loyal, obviously. Um because you're you know, you're there for a reason, like you're there to learn, you're there to help lead this program. Um and you need to be loyal to I mean your head coach, obviously, because you know, they gave you this job, so why would you wanna, you know, and if you took that job, it means you bought into it. So, like, uh, you know, just be loyal to them. Be loyal to the, you know, the people that have helped you out, you know, along the way. Um, I'd say don't be a – trying to think of a way to word it. Don't take things too personally. Uh, I don't know what you'd call that. I guess having a – 
short-term memory, maybe. Because um, even even if you know you say something and like the head coach doesn't like it, I mean, it, at the end of the day, like your opinions do matter. But you know, like whatever whatever they say, I mean, that's what you gotta go you gotta go with, and it's part of being loyal. Um, you know, whatever the head coach says, like, you know, you can't be like, oh, no, that's a stupid plan. I didn't want to go with that one. I mean, you got to you gotta buy into it um, and sell it just like the head coach would. And I feel like um, the third thing, you just have to – you have to have a lot of energy. Uh, that's because at, uh, at some point, you know, because – you know, like, it's hard, you know, it's a process, you know, everybody might be, you know, dragging, even the head coach might be dragging around sometimes, but that's where you gotta, you know, you kind of gotta pick them up, and you gotta be there to, uh, kind of, you know, be a little pick-me-up guy, plus it means you can kind of, you can be the bad guy at the same time, um, yeah, that's the kind of thing. You could you could be bad cop because you know the head coach you know kind of go love on him, be like, oh, it's okay. Um, there you go. But I think those are. I think I went off on a little bit of a tangent, but you know, kind of summarize it. You know, just be loyal. You know, don't don't get your feelings hurt. Be tough and just. Um, I, forgot, I forgot what I said already. That's okay. Uh, oh, you're just yeah. Yeah, you're just saying bring the juice. Yeah, be energetic. There it is. You gotta bring, the, bring juice. the juice. Sounds good. All right, so I'm gonna throw you one just off the top of your head. I'm about to ask you, Let what is it. the best joke that pops in your head that you can tell us right? Just that you're like, oh, this is what I got. Best. Might not be the best joke, you know, but it's just a joke that you came that popped in your head right when I said that. Oh man, best joke. Let's see. Um, it can be a corny joke. That's fine. I like corny jokes. It is. Oh man. Uh, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one. It is. That is a tough one, man. You really put me on the spot here. I can always go with uh, the one that the the kids always told me. It's a it's a pretty lame knock knock joke, but. <laughs> So not not. Who's there? Who's there? You got it. Interrupting cow. Interrupting Camus. cow. Camus. <laughs> there we go. Oh man, I you know it's coming. Too. I'm not it's funny. I'm not. I'm not a fan of that there joke. But those kids get so excited every time they tell me that one that I can't. Coach Rogers likes it. I like it. I can't, oh, I can't help but crack a smile. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna use that on my kids better. That'd be good. I use it on Ellie. I feel like Emmett is not going to understand. Like, I use it on Ellie, and then I'm going to play Coach Back. Oh. All right, all right, let me calm down just a little bit. <laughs> Interrupting cow. All right, I see cows a lot, so it's kind of funny. All right, so if you could go back and talk to Coach Back, it's day one, okay, beginning of, of the year. What would you, what would some be some advice that you would give him? Well, I think I would tell him, uh, one, get ready, because uh, it's going to be a very interesting ride. But what I would tell him is, you know, don't be, don't be so hard on yourself. You're not a, um, if some things don't go your way, hey, 
it's okay. You know, you're learning. You're trying to figure it all out. Don't, uh, you know, just get a little bit better each day. Um, you know, and just, just keep going. Bring the juice with you. That's, that's, that's one thing I would tell myself. Be more energetic. What's your favorite kind of juice? Orange. Orange? Yeah. You orange. can pick any type of juice and you pick orange. Hey, actually, I mean, I've, been on a, I've been on a body armor kick Those lately. things are good. I like body armors. That, I mean, I would consider that juice. I've got like four of those it's in my fridge right it's now. Like pineapple. Uh, yeah, they've got the pineapple one. They've got a lot. I like the red ones. I know you like the yellow ones, but... The fruit, I like them the, all. The fruit punch one, man, the... I'm it telling you, hard. it's good. Yeah, it goes hard. It's, it's like a Capri Sun that's good for you. Yeah, I feel so much better after I drink it, too. Me, too. That's right, Body Armor. You can sponsor us. It's fine. Try yeah, it. we're we waiting. just gave you a shout-out with that. Yeah. Um, it's R-O-G-E-R-S. <laughs> no, no D. Okay. That's right. All right, well, that was the last question we had for the man. So, you got to learn some more about Coach Backus. I guess the coach's lounge is done for this episode from the Great Rule America. Love it. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for listening. Keep uh, keep listening and share uh, on social media, and keep giving us uh, some shout outs and some love. So, oh, we have we have a Facebook page now too. That's right. Go check. So it. go check it out. Like it. Um, yeah. So well, we appreciate the support. Yep. Love you guys. That's right. All right. See ya.